Welcome to Hacking the Hustle. This is your host, Benjamin Sklar, and I'm very excited to have Gideon Shavit, the chairman of the Advanced Technology Center in the Negev in Israel. How are you doing, Gideon? I'm doing fine. I'm very excited to be in interview by you. Looking forward to any questions that you have. We'll be very happy to answer. Fantastic. So for those listening, Hacking the Hustle is now a show about Israeli innovation, Israeli startups, and I'm really excited to have Gideon Shavit on the show because he's had a tremendous career as an entrepreneur in Israel, as a fundraiser, a philanthropist, and now as the chairman of a unique organization based in the Negev that's focused on creating innovation for startups and Israeli entrepreneurs. So Gideon, let's start off. Tell us. What, what are you working on in the Negev, and why is the Negev important for the future of Israel? Thank you very much, Benji, about uh, this uh, podcast and looking forward to our conversation. The Negev, it's about 60% of the land of Israel, but only 8% of the people of Israel live in the Negev, which is about close to 600,000 people in area of 60% of the land of Israel. Strategically, it's very important for Israel to have people to live in the Negev because we cannot live only in the area of Tel Aviv or Haifa in Jerusalem, because very crowded, and we need to have, strategically, to have people live in the Negev. For many years, even from the time of Ben-Gurion, we encourage people to move to the Negev. Now, why it's so important to develop startup or high-tech company in the Negev, because in Israel, as you know, it's like a startup nation. We're very strong in high-tech, but most of the activity is the area of Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, and Haifa. Now, the young people that finish university, many of them want to work in high-tech companies. And if you don't have the infrastructure for that, they are moving to Tel Aviv. They finished Ben-Gurion University, which is a great university, and some other college in the area of uh, Be'er Sheva. Be'er Sheva is uh, the only city in Israel. They got two high school, or not high school, uh, academic school that are dealing with engineering. One is Ben-Gurion University, and the other one is Sami Shimon College. Both of them, you can have engineers uh, studies there. Now, today or in the past, many of the students moved to Tel Aviv, didn't stay in Be'er Sheva, or didn't stay in the Negev. And this is not the right direction that the, the government want to move. We as an organization try to develop and to set up infrastructure for the high-tech company to be in Be'er Sheva by encouraging startup, giving them the resources to develop their startup, but they have to live or not to live or to, or to operate in the negative. This is the idea. This is the, uh, I will say, the mission of our organization. And tell us about what is your organization and the, what is its mission? Okay, I, I, I will start also with my background and then you understand. I used to work for many years in the Israeli Atomic Energy Commission in what we call the Nuclear Research Center in the Negev. 
But my background, I'm not a scientist. My background is business administration and economic. And uh, about, I will say, 40 years ago, I came with the idea that a lot of know-how and technology are in this center and we can use it for business as well. And so, but you cannot do it from the Israeli Atomic Energy Commission because you have to do a company. So we established a company called Rotem Industry and I was the first president. And this company exists until today and take technology from the Nuclear Resource Center, which is next to Dimona, and uh, make it to commercialize some of the technology and sell it all around the world. It's a very successful company. Meanwhile, in order to succeed, we opened iTech Park in the Negev. This was one of the first iTech Park in the Negev. Today, we have a few of those, one in next to Ben-Gurion University and one next to a place called Omer and other areas as well. But at that time, 40 years ago, this was the first iTech Park in the Negev. Why I'm telling you this story? Because in one point of time, we got a donation from Switzerland for philanthropists. They said, I'm ready to build 6,000 square meter building in the Negev that will have a place for startup in the Negev to develop their businesses. Everybody said, you're crazy. Who will come to Dimona as a startup? Everybody go to Tel Aviv. It will be a white elephant. You know, 6,000 square meter, it's a relatively big place in, for the Negev. But the deal was that we are getting it as a donation and the income of renting the place will go back to the community to help startup to develop the technology. All the people around me told me, Gidon, they say in Yiddish, Michiganer, you're crazy. Nobody will come there. And basically, they probably were right. But you know what? At the end of the day, the building is full. So if it's full, we have net income. And the net income that we have every year, it's close to 700,000 shekel. It's not much. It's about, uh, I will say, close to $150,000. But we can give it back to the community. All our work is voluntarily to give it back to UM, to start up in the Negev that they will develop the technology. Okay, so this was the background of our organization. We have a seed money to give. Of course, we are looking for some partner. I will tell you the story of the partnerships that we have. Okay, now, how we, how we uh, allocate the money, you know? In the beginning, we started to give the money to different startups, but we felt it's not the right direction to go because we have to do it in in a in a in a fair play or in a in a proper way to allocate the money and to give chance to every startup that exists in the negative. Mm -hmm. So a few years ago, we started a competition. It's called Silicon Negative. Now, we didn't have the facility how to promote it. So we partnered with a, a group of wonderful people, young people in Beersheba, 
called Tech7. Tech7, it's kind of a community organization. They have about 15,000 members that are interested on technology. So if we announce the competition, immediately 15,000 people heard about it. Mm -hmm. So we are doing once a year a competition, and the first prize is $120,000. The one that is the best startup of the year. And by doing this, we allocate the money in a way that we have a, a referee a, or judge committee the judge the best startup we can see about 50 or 40 and choose the best of 40 so the success story it's much better and we felt it because from then when after we started the silicon negative today some of those ventures that we invest in are very successful and we get also equity we are not giving it as a philanthropist we're getting equity now if our equity will give us some profit the money going back to the community we're not allocate we don't take any dividend we don't pay any salary to anyone the member of the organization are businessmen that have background in technology background in business and they are giving their experience to the startup so by doing this we are encouraging and give chance to many startup in the negative the government are also doing a lot of work to develop the negative in i technology by moving some of the army units that are dealing with technology to the negative i'll give you an example in few years uh, one of the most prestigious unit of the army you probably know it eight eighty two hundred this is the intelligence technology they are very high end and it's a big unit and they are moving to the negative now by moving to the negative although not all of them will move to live in the negative but it will it will be kind of uh, i will say uh, how i can call it encouraging more interaction with the iTech company in the negative. Not everything will do in the negative, but by allocating this unit next to Beersheba, it will help a lot for the iTech, uh, I will say, uh, society, community in the negative by encouraging more company to come. I call it ecosystem. The whole ecosystem in the negative in 10 years will change because the future of israel is the negative tel aviv is full haifa is full you cannot you know everything it's very expensive to live there the future of the place that people can kind of grow and live in a way that is affordable and the young guys that are looking and want to develop their businesses, I believe it's in the negative. So we are taking a small part. It's not such a big money, but it's doing some good work, I believe. And I can give you another project that we are doing, but let's stop here and maybe you have some questions here. 
Yeah, that was very interesting. It seems like most Americans don't know about this, and it seems like the future of Israel is in the Negev. What challenges are you facing as you're leading this movement, leading this organization? Challenge that will get more resources to give to this community. You know, we are looking for partners. We are ready to give the partners to be the leading force. If a venture capital wants to join us, hallelujah, we can give him the infrastructure of all our, uh, I will say, uh, the marketing process, how to get into the startup community in the Negev. It's growing by the year. More and more startups are coming to the Negev, and we have connection to them. So we are ready to give it free of charge. Every group that want to invest in the Negev, we are ready to be a partner with them without getting any, any money for that, just for the sake of our mission. I want to share with you another project which is very exciting. And many people also thought that I'm crazy. You know that one third of the community or the people that live in the Negev are Bedouin. You know, the Bedouin is like no man land. I'm sure you lived in Israel, so you know the Bedouin uh, community. Yes, very well. And they got the image of people that live and are very, very much into, uh, I will say, uh, dealing with drugs and dealing with, uh, you know, criminal things or uh, not a good reputation for the community or not people that don't go to high education or what have you. Mm -hmm. But one third of them. And if we look on the future of the Negev, we have to do something for the Bedouin as well. Because our young people there want to be like Israelis. They are Israelis, although they are Muslims. But they deserve the same, I will say, civil right or the same kind of budget or the same attention from the authority like uh, the Jews that live in the Negev. This is my belief and our uh, organization believe. Now, how you deal with the Bedouin community? You cannot ignore them because they are one third of the community in the Negev and they are growing fast. They got more children than the Jews. You know, every family in the Bedouin can get five or six children. So we, on a small scale, decided to start Accelerator for iTech in the Bedouin community. People look at me and say, Gidon, are you crazy? They don't have any background. What, iTech in the Bedouin? You know, it's like uh, you start uh, iTech in the Indian community in America. People will look at you and say, wow. But believe it or not, Benji, it's the, the second year, very successful. We got about 25 young individuals from the Bedouin community. They developed their own project. Some investors started to invest on them. And the beauty about it is that we are not doing it by ourselves. This is my mission also in every aspect of our activity, to get more partners. So in the Bedouin community, we got four partners. We only 25% of the money we invested, but we were the entrepreneur. We were the ones that started it. I got a big company in Israel that 
was ready to uh, join forces with me. It's ICL, the Israel Chemical Related. It's a big company, maybe the largest company in Israel. And the reason they decided to join me because some of their workers are Bedouin and they felt responsibility for this community. Wow. And when I start to speak to people and I got into deep a little bit to understand the community, I found that among the Bedouin community, you got lawyers, you got doctors, you got technician, you got engineer. I'll give you an example. The head of the computer science in Bengal University is a Bedouin. So every person in the earth in this world, when he was when he is, was born, he got you gave up to give him the same chance. Unfortunately, when he's a little boy, he don't go to good school, and later on in high school, he don't get a good education because of the situation of the Bedouin. And this is our responsibility to change it. So we, as a small, I will say small organization, decided that we take the lead. We are the first one and the only one in the world that started Accelerator for iTech in the Bedouin community. You will not find it anywhere. And when I started it, people say, Gidon, you will fail. I said, you know what? Maybe 80% I will fail. But it's only under thousand shekel, like uh, let's say thirty thousand dollar a year, because my part was only thirty thousand. I had another four partner. It's not a big investment. So what will happen? I will lose the thirty thousand. And for not unfortunately, fortunately, <laughs> it was very successful. And now everybody is talking about it, and everybody wants to join. This gives us a lot of satisfaction, you know. When you start something and you think that the chance is very small, but all of a sudden it's very successful. Wow. And I can give you another project that we just started like a few months ago. Please. You know, Israel and especially in the Gaza area, the Gaza Strip, like or next to the Gaza area. We are facing a very uh, heavy terrorist attack from the Gaza uh, community. And I'm not getting into politics, but definitely it's, uh, it's uh, I will say, a situation that we cannot continue like that. But because of the corona and because of the situation in, the, in this area, small businesses were suffering a lot. And today, everything is related, or not everything, but mainly in business, you have to think about digital marketing. As you know, to go online and to sell online, but the small business cannot invest on that. So a few months ago, we decided to take action, not just to talk about, to do something about it. And together with other partners, we opened a kind of a company that gives service to those small communities, small businesses, and include a company that are focusing on digital marketing for small businesses. It's called Solomoto. And we took the technology from their activity in the world. It was mainly in English, and we transferred it to Hebrew. 
and we introduce it to small business and it's become a big success for small businesses in the Negev and mainly in the Gaza area. The ones that are doing it is not us. It's a company called Negev 19 that was established by a, 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 a wonderful lady, entrepreneur by the name Hannah Rado. She is entrepreneur by and, and starting a lot of companies in the Negev and also in the Galilee. But together with her and some other partner, we were able to introduce digital marketing to small businesses in the Negev. So this kind of activity we are trying to do, but our mission is the Negev. Because in Tel Aviv, in Haifa, it's going on with a lot of investment from uh, all the, around the world and there's pouring millions and billions of dollars into those companies. But people sometimes forget that 60% of the state of Israel is the Negev and we have to do something there in order that the young people, sorry, will stay in the Negev and not leave to Tel Aviv. Unfortunately, we don't have a big budget, but we have a constant budget because I, as I told you the history, the building is full of entrepreneurs that everybody thought that nobody will come there. And it's giving us on an early basis the opportunity to help different, com different companies. It's an amazing program. I have a complicated question. If the Israeli government or Israeli entrepreneurs got involved with Palestinians and you were creating programs to help Palestinian entrepreneurs start businesses and raise money. Do you think that could be a good way of creating some form of partnership or a way towards peace through innovation and through entrepreneurship? I think you're right. I think Israel should encourage relationship with Israeli companies with Palestinian, and I know that some companies in Israel are using it because one of the main challenges of the Israeli IT company is to find good people. And, and we always, I will say the answer is yes, we should, we should do it. There are some political problems, we have some security issues, but uh, today with, uh, you know, you can work at uh, Gaza and uh, you are part of a company in Israel without going to Israel. You can stay in Gaza or you can stay in uh, the West Bank and uh, work in an Israeli company. Mm -hmm. And in many cases, it's not uh, a problem from uh, security, security issues because not every company are dealing with, uh, I will say, with issue like... Uh, the security of Israel or in defense industry or whatever. I'm talking about regular civilian uh, companies that are working on issues of medical or uh, issues of uh, uh, marketing and everything that's related to that. The more the young guys in the Palestinian Authority will be involved in uh, economic, in high-tech and not be unemployed, it's better for us. I agree. What's something that you think the majority of American investors do not understand about Israeli startups and the mindset behind the entrepreneurs building them? Well, I think more and more of them understand 
that uh, I will say the core or the situation in Israel, why it's called Startup Nation, is part of the culture. In Israel, when you speak to a guy with 16 years old, like I speak to my grandson, and I say, what do you want to do in the future? He said, I want to be on a startup. Startup is kind of something that people, sometime in America, they ask somebody, what do you want to be? A lawyer. Or you ask uh, somebody, I want to be a doctor. In Israel, more and more people want to be stuff. And you ask why. Why is this kind of culture in Israel? And not you don't find it in other countries. Because you see more and more, and mainly in the last two or three years, a success story. And people read the success story and say, wow. You know, they raise a billion dollar in Nasdaq. You know how many companies, Israeli companies, raise a billion dollar in Nasdaq? Wow, I want to be the same. You know, I will learn computer, I will learn that, and I will join the iTech company. So it's become something that the young people in Israel felt. And they got the talent. They got good school, we got good education, good university. We have good technological uh, university like the Technion and others and Ben-Gurion University, and Tel Aviv University. So the infrastructure, the education, the culture, the everything there give you a very good, I will say, I cannot call it like a manpower, but the, the resources, you know, human resources that are getting a lot of companies, the big ones that are coming to Israel and open resource center like Microsoft, Intel, and Google, and everyone. Now, you ask me about what investors don't understand. I think many of them understand already. But for many years, one of the problems of the startup of Israel or the companies was they didn't understand or they, didn't, they were not so good on understanding the market or doing the marketing. They were very strong on R&D, research and development, but it's come, the end of the day, you want to develop something that the market needs, not just because you are a scientist. But today it changed. You see many, many companies in Israel that really understand the importance of marketing. Something changed. This is why they are very successful. Mm-hmm. On the cyber issue, on the medical uh, uh, subjects, and everything like that, you can see that the Israelis are part of the globe. I believe that the Israelis today, the companies, even the startup, are very much minded to the market, which was not like that in the old time. This is something the investor can rely on. Of course, always need some improvement, and it's good to add some partners. But from my experience, they understand the market. Got it. It seems like there's a unique opportunity for an American venture capital firm to partner with you and your organization in the Negev to get access to the incredible talent that's coming out of the universities in, in Beersheba. So if anyone's listening and they want to reach out, how would, how would you recommend they contact you? No, they can contact me, but also can contact the startup that we started. I can tell you some of the startups are doing very well. Tell us, give me an example. I gave you an example. Uh, uh, one of our companies that, uh, believe it or not, our location is the Rot. The Rot, you probably heard about this place, which are suffering a lot of bomb- bombarded by rockets from uh, Gaza. But it's a company there that developed 
something unique that, you know, one of the issues on data center is energy. Two mm percent -hmm. of the energy of the world are consuming by data center. Now, if you can save the energy or save some of the working in the data center, it's it gives you a huge opportunity for company like you know Intel or Google or the, all the big players in data center. And this company called Zutaco. I will encourage everyone to go on the internet and look Zutaco. And Zutaco is a company that can save 50% of the energy of the data center. They got technology that no one else has. And all the big companies are looking into that. And I, we invested in this company only small money. But after we invested, they got $10 million investment from other companies, strategical company from Germany. And now all the big players are looking at them. I'll give you another company. It's called GreenEye. Look on the internet. You know, when you are spraying chemical on field for agriculture, it's uh, it's a problem because it's chemical and today everybody wants to look on the ecology and, uh, and setting and not to spray chemicals on uh, on agriculture but they are spraying now only on the places that you need because they take a drone on top of the field and see exactly where is the problem and they spray according to that so you save a lot of chemical and what have you. And again, a big company in America invested in this company. So I'll give you two examples and the best way to look on the internet on Google, look for GreenEye or Zutaco. Just two companies that are in the negative and doing fantastic. Amazing. And so you can invest. They're looking for investment. And believe me, today is the best time to invest because they're still startup. And in a few years, Maybe there will be a hundred of million of dollars of company. And it's coming from the Negev, not from Tel Aviv and not from Haifa. Gideon, before I let you go, I'm going to ask you my signature question that I ask all my guests. If there was one thing that you could do to improve this world, what would you do and why? One thing that I can put today, look on those communities that need your support don't go to those community that already get a lot of attention you know what i mean like this is what we are doing it's one small example like the wedding community nobody pay attention to them and they can stay on crime and issues like drugs and everything but work oppositely look on those community a weak community and try to help them Look on those areas that week, even in America. I don't know where is the startup, maybe in uh, California, now in New York. But you should look on some other area that need something to in inspire those young individuals and believe in this world that every person born equal. And he can be the CEO of Microsoft one day even he come from the Bedouin community. Amen. Because every person born, I'm repeating, equal. So invest a lot of money on those weak community. Don't go to those successful because they got a lot of money anyhow. This is my belief.
Thank you for that. One, one, you say only one, this is my one. Gideon, it was an honor to have you on Hacking the Hustle. Thank you so much for speaking and sharing your words of wisdom and your insights. I'm sure the people listening will be very happy to hear what you've had to say. So thank you very much, Gideon. And I wish you Shabbat Shalom. And I'm sure, Benji, and one day, I don't know when, you will be on the top. And you're already going there. So I wish you well to you and your wife and the family in the future and be well and love you. Love you too, Gideon. Thank you.